are reports that Bronco Mendenhall has offered Taysom Hill a spot at Virginia. How concerned are you? Uncle Blaine Fowler and Cousin John Beck will join the program. We'll ask them how they feel about the BYU coaching hires. And new BYU football commit handsome Taniello will make his BYU Sports Nation debut. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Jason Shepard and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation is live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Today is Wednesday December 30th, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. My name is Jason Shepard, teamed up with this guy over here. It's the man whose New Year's resolution is to wear bigger shirts, Brian Logan. Never! (laughs) No way. I don't see any mediums or larges in my future. What is the majority of... Now, people that know me, I have been known to enjoy a tight shirt, okay? Mm -hmm. But... But I, I mean, most of my shirts are large. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what? What are your? My, a lot, I would say actually, I would say a lot of my shirts are medium, but they're slim fit medium. They have like the the trim cut, trim fit. So I would say they're in between a small and a medium <laughs> on a on a normal like a normal fit. So this medium it's really medium. is an accurate assessment. It is. It is accurate. I'm just waiting for the day that companies will start to put medium. It lets me know it's a, like an it's actual a, size. Yeah, it's a slim fit. It's a slim fit medium. You know, with mm. tomorrow being New Year's Eve, do you, are you New Year's resolution guy? Do you get into that? I don't, man. I used to, but um, I realize I fail like half, <laughs> like halfway through January. So I just so it's just I just give up. Just don't worry about setting the goals because you know you're not going to reach them. Yeah, exactly. It, there's there's no point of of doing it. You just it's all about expectations, man. You just set yourself up for failure. And then you start thinking you're a loser, and then you get depressed and sad. And I don't want to go down that route. It's a new year. I'm happy to be alive. So, yeah. Do you stay up and watch the uh, the Times Square, the ball drop at uh, Times Square? Do you stay up that late? No. I did when I was, I think when I was like 10 or 11, but I don't know, man. You, I mean, you said the other day, you got kids, and you got work, and you're a grown man now. You're tired. <laughs> it's, I, don't, I, go to, I go to bed at 9 or 10 anyway, so I'm definitely... See, know. the funniest part about that is I stay up late. I'm usually up till midnight or 1 o'clock almost every night, regardless <laughs> of what's going on. Mm. But for whatever mm. reason, I have not been awake at midnight on New Year's Eve for about five years. I don't know what it is about that night. Maybe it's too much sparkling cider. I don't know what it is. That's what it is, yeah. But food, you, put, you eat a lot of food? No, I, I just for some reason, that's the one night I can't stay up, and that's the one night you're supposed to. Yeah, that's, and I don't yeah. do New Year's resolutions either. Do you let your kids stay up? Um, if they can, if they can, okay. yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Let's get to our BYU Sports Nation headlines today. According to a tweet from Dick Harmon of the Deseret News, Bronco Mendenhall has offered Taysom Hill a spot on the Virginia football team. Now, if Taysom decides to play, which is still uh, under consideration right now, as a fifth-year senior, he'll be eligible right away, regardless of where he plays. Interesting. BYU men's hoops begins conference play tomorrow night on the road against St. Mary's. Tip-off is at 11 p.m. Eastern. You can watch it on ESPNU or listen to it on BYU Radio. Lexi Rydalch and the women's basketball team back at home for their conference home opener against St. Mary's. That game will be tomorrow as well, 3 p.m. Eastern time, and it's a game you can check out on BYU TV. 
Jimmer Fredette and his Westchester Knicks play the Delaware 87ers on Saturday. The Jimmer is currently ranked fourth in the D-League in scoring, averaging 23.3 points a game. There is nothing about the 87ers that rolls off 80, the tongue. 80, 87ers. I even see, I even had problems just now saying that. <laughs> There's nothing about that that rolls off the tongue. Rise and shout! It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. High snap. Hill dodges one, two, and carries the other into the end zone. As I mentioned, Dick Harmon from the Deseret News tweeted out yesterday afternoon, actually early evening, I'll just read it verbatim, uh, quote, Virginia's new staff have offered Cougar senior Taysom Hill. They've also told BYU walk-on linebacker Scott Huntsman that he could start for the Cavs. And it didn't take long after that tweet, uh, making every Cougar fan uh, aware that Taysom Hill does have an offer from Virginia for for fans to kind of... Freak out a little bit. Um, what were your initial? What was your initial reaction when you when you heard the news or saw the tweet? I I was I just felt bad for Coach Mendenhall because I, I was like, who snitched? <laughs> who, who who let that leak out? I mean, this was this was obvious, man. I mean, I, I think fans. I was I was surprised, like you, Jason, kind of blown away by some of the fans' reaction. You you would have to assume. That Coach Minnall, Coach and I would would offer Taysom. He's been the guy for the last few years uh, for this program and and for their team. So uh, yeah, and, and the biggest thing too is you got to understand this is not this is probably not the only team Coach Minnall that has offered Taysom. There, there's got to right. be other schools that we just don't know about. So exactly why I said I wonder who snitched <laughs> to get this out in the air in the public. Well, I'm like you. The the thing that surprised me the most about this news is how surprised fans were. Yep. Like I I just assumed every BYU fan expected something like this. I mean, it was it, everybody talked about Michigan, you know, Stanford. These are all the schools that have been been talked about. But once Bronco left, why wouldn't this be an option for Bronco to talk to Taysom? Yeah, it's it's weird, man. You gotta, I think as fans, you have to understand just the competitive nature of sports. Sports, right? You want to you want to win. You play to win the game. That's why I don't like soccer. Thanks, you end in t- it's tie. You end the ties. Who? Nobody wants to tie. I don't sit down and play Uno with my wife to tie. We we go until somebody wins. And I'm gonna do anything in my power to come away with a W. And if that means having Taysom Hill as my quarterback, then I'm going to do that. Sorry, BYU, the program that I helped build and rebuild and establish for the last few years, but that is still. I, I see an opportunity for me to win as many games as possible, so I'm going to try to get you know Taysom Hill. In the 14 or 15 hours that this tweet has been out and, and the news has been circulating, it seems like most BYU fans' anger is directed at Bronco Mendenhall for kind of like, how dare you leave and then try and take some of our players? D- do you have a problem with Bronco reaching out to Taysom? Nope, not at all. I don't have a problem with it. I, would, I recommend it, actually. Really? Yeah, I'd rec- I, I didn't personally recommend it. <laughs> Wait a minute, did you, did you snitch? But I, I, I would have recommended. It. I would have said, "Hey, coach, or any 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 team out there that's looking for a quarterback that needs a quarterback, I would recommend offering Taysom Hill." Well, this brings us to our Twitter question of the day. 
How concerned are you that Taysom Hill reportedly has an offer to play at Virginia? First tweet comes in from, uh, let's see, L underscore Moss underscore Micah says, not concerned or surprised. If he stays, good problem to have. If he goes, problem solved. Drama averted. Mm, Interesting. Interesting there. Second tweet from SABYU fan. Not at all. I don't know how they can have the Taysom Mangum uh, and keep consistency. UVA is a great opportunity for him. It's interesting because, you know, we put out this Twitter question probably about an hour and a half ago, and we'll get to more tweets, you know, throughout the course of the program. But most people have said that it's it's not a big deal to them. A lot with what I read the very first tweet, that if he stays, it's a good problem to have. And if he goes, you can avert a potential quarterback controversy. So yeah. either way, it's kind of a, it's kind of a win-win. I, I don't know how you feel about this, but in my opinion – and I understand that, that Taysom Hill uh, ha- has been injured, but when you look at it, in my opinion, Taysom Hill has earned the right to make the decision that's best for him. You know, I, I know there are a lot of different variables, but he's earned the right by what he's done and the way that he has been a representative of this university to take his time and make whatever decision he feels is best for him. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you on that. And I, I think BYU uh, offers him and, and lets him know, hey, you, you're, you're welcome to come and compete and uh, bring him in with, with open arms. But uh, I think they still should allow him and not pressure him as well to, to say, hey, you have X amount of time to let us know, you know if you want to come back here or if you want to go, if you want to go elsewhere. Well, and, and like I said, just because an offer has been extended, that doesn't mean that anything is official. I mean – I guess the the message to Cougar fans, if you're concerned about him leaving, it, there's no reason to panic right now. As you mentioned, if you think that Virginia's probably the only one that's contacted him, you know, you're you're probably being a little naive because yep. there are a lot of other schools that look at a guy like Taysom Hill and say, "Wow, we could get him for one year," and because he's a fifth year senior, he can play right away. I mean, Michigan is the obvious team that comes to mind. You know, he committed to Jim Harbaugh at Stanford out of high school. There's a a rapport there and they know each other very well and they're going to be looking for a new quarterback because they're going through a fifth year senior situation right now. So it would fit for him to go there. There are a lot of different scenarios out there, but the one thing that always seems to come into play with Taysom is health, which leads us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. The stat of the day is three. Taysom Hill hasn't played a full season in three years. Interesting stats <laughs> right there. I, I think I think that's that's probably uh, the the biggest uh, deci- or, or what I would look at as far as making my decision. If I'm Taysom Hill, if, if I'm if I'm Taysom Hill, uh, I, I probably go to, to to Virginia, and and the reason why is because of this stat. It's because of the injuries that I've had. And if, I, if I'm coming back to BYU and, and Ty Detmer saying, yeah, it's an open competition, we love what you've done, your athleticism, and we, and, and we love what Tanner has done this, this last year, uh, and, and you guys can come back and you guys can compete. Well, if it's a whole new offense and a whole new system, which it will be, I have to learn new terminology. I have to learn uh, a whole new system. I have to learn how to read defenses differently. 
uh, you know, within the system and within the scheme. So I'm, I'm already going to be set back because I'm not able to uh, visualize and, and, and perform all that on the field because I'm still hurt. I'm still recovering. I don't know. I, I've heard reports that he's probably going to be back around uh, around camp, maybe before the season, and, and summertime. And that's great, right? But think about all of the opportunities that Tanner is going to have. In, in spring ball and in, in winter condition, he's going to have opportunities to not only watch film and study, but he's going to have an opportunity to go out and, and put it on the field and get that chemistry, get the timing down. He's going to have spring ball under his belt. So Taysom is already going to be maybe two, three steps behind. If I go to Virginia, I already know the scheme and the system, the terminology. I already, I'm familiar with the coaching staff. I, I'm so great at, at, at my ability and, and what I do at the quarterback position. I can't afford to take a year off and just go right back. Once I'm healthy, go right back in into calling the same plays, running the same types of, 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 of offense that I'm used to. So to me, it's, very e- it's, it's a lot easier for Taysom to go to Virginia. If I'm Taysom, I'm going there. And, and I think the biggest thing that I would want to avoid is the quarterback controversy. Right? When, when, when you have two quarterbacks and the team knows, hey, these guys are competing – Look what Taysom has done, but but look what Tanner has done. We can't forget Tanner. Look what he's done. He's he had, we had a special season, but we have a special player as well in in, in, in Taysom. So I would want to avoid that and say, hey Tanner, good luck to you. You know, I see you on the other side. Go ahead and go with Virginia. Health has always been the question mark with Taysom. Nobody's ever questioned his skill set, how tough he is, you know, his ability to play the game of football. That, that's never been in question. I mean, this guy, when he was healthy, was, was looked at as, as a Heisman hopeful. He was, he was in the race. But one thing that you brought up that I, I think is interesting beyond just the, the health aspect is BYU now has a new coaching, uh, co- you know, coaching staff. And there's going to be, you assume, the implementation of a new offense. Yep. And it's probably going to be a l- further away from what Taysom's skill set is. Now, we don't know that for sure, um, but you've got to assume that with Ty Detmer as the offensive coordinator, he's going to run a similar system that he played in, that he had success. You have to think that that definitely fits Tanner Mangum better. So a lot of this is going to have to be, you know, what the coaches, how the coaches view these quarterbacks and how they fit into the system. Again, our Twitter question today, how concerned are you that Taysom Hill reportedly has an offer to play at Virginia? Uh, quick t- uh, tweet in from uh, Texas Colonel says, not none at all. If he stays great, if he goes, wish him the best. He has deserved our support and Tanner is ready. That's that's basically the way most people have, have come across with this today. Coming up next, Uncle B, Blaine Fowler, will join us from Parts Unknown. What does he think of the staff that Kalani Sataki has put together and his thoughts on Taysom Hill? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation is happening right now on Twitter. Don't forget to follow us at BYU Sports Nation and use the hashtag BYUSN. Women's basketball returns home on Thursday to host the St. Mary Gales. Coverage on BYU TV and BYU Radio will begin at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Our Twitter question today, it's what uh, the BYU fans are talking about. How concerned are you that Taysom Hill reportedly has an offer 
to play at Virginia. This tweet coming in from uh, at Durbin Wilson says, Hill is too great of an athlete to let go, easily the equivalent of a five-star prospect. Yeah, that's exactly why <laughs> Coach Mennonite <laughs> offered him a scholarship. Yes, this was my guy first. It would be dumb to let him go. So there's an opportunity that he can come with me. So I'm going to extend that offer. And and the thing is this, BYU has no control over Taysom uh, staying or going. So it's not about letting him go. Yeah, they can fight for him all they want. And, and they can come with some nice sales pitches. But at the end of the day, they don't have any control of that. So it's not just like they're letting him go. Well, and the part about Taysom Hill is at this point, as we sit and do this show on the 30th of December, we have no idea what his intentions are. We're, we're talking about him getting healthy and being ready to play for next season. We don't even know if he's going to play next season. Right. And that's not even just a health question. That's whether or not he wants to even worry about playing football anymore. Now, I think most people assume he does, but we don't know that for a fact. Right. Yeah. I mean, this, he could decide, I, I've got this... This you know financial this venture capital business that that I'm pretty good at and I've got a lot of contacts that I've already made maybe I just get into the business world and and start that now. Well, there's there's other variables as as well. Uh, you, you know when you when you look at the rehab and 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 the injury and and him being back to full strength that there could be some hiccups there too. Sure. There, there's times people go you know athletes you go through. Rehab, and you, you may be scheduled for you know August first, full full go. You it, July or June may come around, and you may be set back another six weeks. So then what happens? So there's a lot of different you know variables in place uh, for everything to line up uh, you know correctly for Taysom to play. Uh, for the first the first game. Uh, this tweet coming in from uh, A.E. Streeter says he deserves, speaking of Taysom, any and every offer he gets on and off the field, and I'll be cheering for him no matter where he is. Nice. And, and that's what I said. I mean, Taysom has earned the right to make this decision for himself. And, and for me personally, I agree 100% with, with that tweet. If he decides to go play somewhere else, I'm going to cheer for Taysom Hill wherever he goes. He, yep. He's earned that right, in my opinion. Yep. This tweet coming in from a Warren Parker it says, a QB controversy exists only in the minds of fans and journalists. I expect offers to come, but hope that he stays. That's false. It's in the minds of the players, too. I was in one with, uh, with Jake Heaps, Riley Nelson, 2010, and it didn't divide. It didn't divide us at the, the locker room. I think you know it's, it's BYU, and, and that's more them. But there still were sides chosen. Joining us now, uh, Blaine Fowler, Uncle B, joining us here on BYU Sports Nation. It's like, where's Waldo? Where are you at today, Blaine? Oh, all right. Uh... Having some uh, technical difficulties. Let's get to another uh, tweet here uh, from Jeffries Jeffrey. says, people who are worried about him coming back should look at Oklahoma State this year. Two QBs, one sophomore, one senior, and they went 11-2. and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is having two quarterbacks, and I understand, you know, you always hear if you have two, you have none. But is the worst thing, I mean, is it the worst thing in the world if, Tanner Mangum and Taysom Hill are both on this roster come, you know, fall camp in August? No, that's not the worst thing. And we've all, we've all talked about this. We've all talked about the benefits of having two stud quarterbacks that can win you games. And, and they have two different styles, and they can win games uh, differently. 
Uh, my concern would be uh, leading up to the, the battle, um, how how teammates are choosing sides. And, and I remember Coach Minhall came in and said uh, in 2010 when players were talking, I, I was a part of this, talking to the media, and I was, I was pupping and, and hyping Jake Heaps up in spring ball. I said, man, this kid has a strong arm. He's this, he's that, he's fantastic. I'm like, well, what about Riley? Well, Jake was this, he's this, and this. And, and, and you can see, and I didn't mean anything by it. And there's a couple others that made some comments too. And I didn't mean anything by it, but you can see where that can mess up a teammate and maybe other teammates that is, that's following me as a leader, right? Or, 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 or uh, somebody else, another senior. And so that, that's the concern there. I think because of BYU and, 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 and how it's just really within the quarterback room in that battle, it, it doesn't really fall out of there. There's not going to be a true, like, oh, ta- Team Tanner. We're not going to see shirts that have, like, <laughs> Team Tanner and, and Team Tanner. So it's not going to be like the Twilight no, where you have Team, gonna, gonna be like team that Edward and Team Jacob? No, I'm sorry not, that I know that. I am so I apologize. Hey, I know that, that I too, know man. That. I don't judge. Uh, but this is, this is the thing. This is the thing. If, if, if the coaches – if this happens and the coaches can solidify a starter come, uh, you know, first game and they're not doing this, this, this rotation like they did with us, uh, with, with Riley and with Jake, you're completely fine. Because, hey, the best man has won. I'm the coach. I'm putting my foot down. I am saying that this guy right here that we've chosen, he's our best chance to win games. I don't want to hear it. You follow him. You rally behind him. You protect him. He is your leader. We are moving forward. See, this and is- that's And that's – Every single position, regardless of quarterback, it just gets the most you know uh, attention. But that's every single position. See, I, I also think, and you know, is as well as I know them, you know, which you know is 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 not a, a ton. But I mean, I you, you cover them, so you get to know players. I'm just looking at personality. Both clearly speaking of Tanner and Taysom, very competitive players, extremely competitive. But I also don't think. I, I think if if they go through a competition and a, a winner is is decided, I think both players are good enough human beings and are mature enough that they can handle a coach making a decision. Yeah. Again, this is going to boil down. We've got a new coaching staff, a new offensive coordinator. It's going to boil down to who Ty Detmer believes is best equipped to run his system. That makes it that much more interesting. Think about. That uh, this coaching staff still staying here, and think about Taysom coming back. Right, all of those emotions, all that the blood, sweat, and tears that that we have went through. You know, every inch and blade of grass that we fought for together has been with with Taysom. You know, except for this last year with Tanner, it's like. Whoa, kid, you came in and saved the day. Good job, sonny old pal. Thank you. Right? It's, there's a little bit of more there's, – there's an emotional tie, I believe, a more of a, a personal level, a personal relationship that has been developed with, with Taysom. Naturally, over time, right? Tanner's been on his mission. It's natural. So I, I think that there would be that much more of a bias if, Tay, if, Taysom, come, is, if Taysom comes back with the old staff. It's almost like – Hey, this guy has been my number one. He's been my go-to, my right hand. I, I, I'm, I'm going to stay loyal. But now it's a clean slate because there are no ties with, with Detmer and, 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 and Coach Kalani. And it, it, everything is new, right, for, for everybody. So it, it, it will be a true competition, which would be so fun and exciting. Again, my, my concern would be, you know, trying uh, not to have the team – 
you know, kind of kind of choose sides. This tweet coming in from at Greg Grosenhan says, I'm only concerned for Taysom Hill's health. Three season ending injuries is a lot, especially when he has a great future in finance. And that's what I was talking about. You know, we're all just assuming that it's a, a foregone conclusion. He's going to play next year. And, and maybe he decides that it's just not worth trying to come back again and risking another injury. Yeah. You know, I mean, three season ending injuries beyond the physical that has to mess with your mind. Yeah. That's that, yeah. that has to play tricks on your mind that you just can't stay healthy. That's, that's definitely tough. And, and, you know, as we're sitting here talking, something that's, I put myself in, in Taysom's shoes, right. Uh, and, and I'm thinking what's going to be the best option for me. Uh, and Spencer said something the other day that was very interesting as far as making that, 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 op, that, that decision. Everything that I said earlier about knowing the offense, knowing the coaches, I, I pretty much am a guaranteed start, starter going to Virginia. But if I stay and I, and I, and I win out and, and I'm under this new scheme, this new offense, this pro-style offense, will that give me a better chance to go to the NFL? So that's something else that he would weigh as far as a pro or con. Well, yeah, I may be behind as far as competing for the starting spot because I can't get on the field under this new scheme. But the upside is that this new scheme will get me ready for the professional level, especially when I'm known as a running quarterback. Right. You know, it, it's I, I run the option. I run the spread. You know, this doesn't really translate to the NFL. Let me prove coaches wrong and scouts wrong that I can play at the next level in a pro-style offense. It's interesting that you bring that up because if memory serves... Shout out to Spencer Clinton <laughs> for that one. When, when Detmer was signed by the Atlanta Falcons, which I believe was his last team in the NFL, he was brought in to kind of mentor a little bit uh, Michael Vick. Mm, and yeah. one of the things that he was helping Vick with is to... Now, granted, we know Michael Vick was fantastic running with his legs, mm. but he was there to help kind of hone his passing skills. Yep. So... Detmer's kind of been in that role before where he's had a, you know, quote unquote protege where he, he was known for other things, but they brought him in to help, you know, learn to, to throw the football back. See, that's even that's more interesting right there is it's because that, that's something else Taysom can 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 consider is, well, yeah, this is going to be a stretch. This is going to be tough. I have a I have a long road ahead of me. But look who look who I have helping me out. You know, you got to wonder if that's going to be a, a, a huge factor. Uh, you know, aside from what I said yesterday, which is, yeah, this guy has connections all over the place. He can get me to the, to the next level, but I still have to produce. And he can help me produce. This, this is what he's done, you know, the last 15 years, you know, 20 years of his, of his life. So, man, I think I convinced myself to come back <laughs> to, BYU, <laughs> to BYU if I'm tasting. <laughs> We've got flip-flopping going man, on on the setup here from this guy. Let's flip a coin. <laughs> Our Twitter question, how concerned are you that Taysom Hill reportedly has an offer to play at Virginia? Don't forget, when you chime in, use the hashtag BYUSN. Unfortunately, having technical issues with Blaine Fowler. Uh, won't be able to get Blaine on, but we'll, we'll try and talk with Uncle B coming up next week. Coming up next... Kalani Sataki's first commitment as BYU head coach came from Snow College defensive lineman Handsome Tanielu. Handsome is going to join the program next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. 
Men's basketball begins West Coast Conference play on Thursday at St. Mary's. You can listen to all the action at 11 p.m. Eastern on ESPNU and BYU Radio. Yeah, we were talking about a lot of BYU basketball yesterday, and this is really an opportunity. You know, eight of uh, six of eight for the BYU basketball team to start conference player on the road. Yeah. Um, but this is, this is an opportunity for, for BYU. They're riding a two-game win streak right now. Be a huge, huge win for them if they can get a win in Moraga. Yeah, man. It's, it's, These the slow starts have, have really hurt the team. Uh, when, when it's time to come back, there's not enough time uh, you know, on the on the clock to, to to keep playing. So fast starts, man. And we talked about talked to Anton Winder a few times, uh, and that's what he agrees with as well. And I was like, man, what did the t- what does the team have to do? You know, listen to some music, some hip hop, rap. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe like some some fruit snacks or something, man. To get some type of adrenaline, sugar rush or something. Hey, like you, maybe they could go with the fruit by the foot. That's right. You saw me. T- I took like three, four bites. You had one People right before the show started. People always want to know why I'm crazy and stuff on the show. It's, that's what it is. I take like three, four <laughs> It's a sugar you know, rush. Bites. Yeah, that's what it is. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. According to a tweet from Dick Harmon of the Deseret News, Bronco Mendenhall has offered Taysom Hill a spot on the Virginia football team. Now, if Taysom decides to play elsewhere as a fifth-year senior, he will be eligible right away. We already touched on this earlier, uh, but the BYU men's hoops begins conference play tomorrow on the road at St. Mary's. Uh, support the team. I know it's a it's a little bit late. Uh, maybe not for for Shep because he's up. You know, <laughs> I'm all, a night all hours of the night except but, New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's, <laughs> right. Except for New Year's Eve, a little bit late start for me. But uh, tip off tip off is at 11 p.m. Eastern. Again, watch that on ESPNU, or you can listen to that on BYU Radio. Lexi Rydalch and the women's basketball team return to Provo. They'll be hosting St. Mary's tomorrow afternoon at the Marriott Center. That's a game that will get underway at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And you can check out all the action on BYU TV. Jimmer Fredette and his Westchester Knicks play the Delaware 87ers on Saturday. That probably sounded the, the natural, I think I've ever <laughs> said that before. 87ers. Uh, the Jimmer is currently ranked fourth in the D League in scoring, averaging 23.3 points a game. I wonder how long it's going to take for Jimmer to get back in the NBA. I actually, based off of the way he started, and I'm an unapologetic Jimmer fan. I, I mean, the, the man can do no wrong, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I was kind of surprised that's it didn't like, happen that's early. That's like Bronco with me. <laughs> I, I, I wonder how long it's going to take. I mean, he's a guy that's averaging you know, almost 24 points a game, and... The difference is in the D League, he's getting the opportunity to take all the shots. Yeah. In the NBA, that's not going to be the case. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it. This this kind of reminds me of um, kind of like junior college, where when 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 D one schools or schools in general, when, when they're coming and offering kids uh, from junior college, it's a need, right? So the, there could be a lot of four star, five star guys like Handsome, for example, um, that that have great ability and can play at the next level. But if I don't need a defensive lineman or a, a, a running back or a receiver, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna. I have to pass you, right? Because I don't. There's. I don't have a need. And so to 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 offer a kid, uh, you know, a, a scholarship that's. Only, I'm only gonna have him for two years. When I don't need that. That scholarship can be used, you know, elsewhere. And I, I kind of think that's the same situation with the D League. It's you know. Do these teams have a need if, if there's an injury or if there's a place where, you know, somebody can come in and make an impact right away? So I think it's a little bit more of that rather than, you know, his play. I think he's proven in the D League, you know, especially being having the late start being fourth, uh, that he can play. He can be consistent, averaging, you know, 23 points a game. But now it's, 
okay, what teams actually need a player like Jimmer to come in and help out? Our Twitter question today, how concerned are you that Taysom Hill reportedly has an offer to play at Virginia? Uh, First tweet coming in from at reasonable underscore one. I do love Tanner and his potential, but if the Hail Marys fall incomplete, there is no controversy with Taysom. We also need QB depth. Mm. Hmm. Mm. I choose to believe that... uh, that since they're in the books, I only look at the close losses as, well, man, I wish we could have had that one. I don't look at the close wins and say, well, if we didn't have those. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a glass half folk kind of guy. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm like you, man. I would look at the overall potential and the, and the, and the production and the upside uh, more than the wins and losses. Because we still got to understand that he's a freshman, right? And, and I think that I would I, – here's something else. Now I'm going back. I, <laughs> if I'm Taysom, I'm thinking, well – why would they want me as a senior and the potential and the possibility of me getting hurt again when they have Tanner who has proven, you know, somewhat durability, you know, had played the rest of the season uh, without any major issues, had, had a hamstring that he tried to, you know, he tried to run a four, three and his body told him that he runs a five, five. Uh, but, but I would say, you know, I take that in consideration too. You know, th- this kid has more upside because he's, he's younger. Right. And so I have this kid, you know, for three more years, why not get him a little bit more reps, mold him more instead of, of playing myself. So that's something else you know, to, to take into consideration. At Skyler Beltran says, the program will be in better shape with Tanner starting. The Taysom era is over. Wow, that's kind of harsh. Ooh. We need to move on, he says. Ooh, that is, that's that's kind of harsh. Yeah, I got no comment on that one. Uh, we had we had mentioned uh, coming up in this segment we were going to talk with uh, handsome Tanielu. Uh, we're still we're still efforting that, um, but we're having some technical difficulties. So hopefully uh, it's something they can get taken care of when we get handsome on. But Speaking of handsome and the whole recruiting process, you know, we've talked a lot about the recruiting pitch that a coach like Kalani Satake will bring into the homes of, of these potential recruits. And I've heard from a couple of different um, players who were recruited by Kalani Satake. One of the things that stands out more than anything else is how relatable he is. Yeah. And number one, that's fantastic for the players, but it's also fantastic and for the parents. The parents want to know that when they send their child off to school, they're going to be in good hands. And yeah. if they can relate to the guy coming in, the coach, that, yeah, I trust that guy, mm-hmm. that, that pays huge dividends. And I think Kalani has that ability. No, I, I think you're, you're right, man. That was the biggest thing for, for my mom. When she, when she sat down with, with, with Coach Minnell, and she sat down with Coach Hill, but it was like, eh, yeah, that's cool. You know, it's a black guy that's not LDS. I know worse come to worse, Brian, you'll have somebody that you can go and, and talk to, right? Um, and, and, and when she came here, she sat down with, with, with Coach Minnell, and the first thing he said was, you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And she said, huh, what? <laughs> and we start, and I say, oh, I see, I see myself, you know, with, with married in a house, probably two, three kids. And he started smiling and he said, that's interesting because most kids say, I see myself in the NFL, you know, playing football. 
And right away, my mom fell in love. She, you know, her heart melted and she said, well, I trust that this man is going to take care of my kid. I mean, all of her concerns about, you know, the religion and, you know, obviously you hear some crazy cuckoo things, right, uh, until you get here. And so all those things started to crumble down and she was able to look Coach Minhall in the eye and say, you know what, I, I, I trust this guy, even though there's, there's different belief systems and, and, and things like that. Uh, and my son is going to be far away. I trust that he'll he'll have his back. And if and if Kalani can do that, I think that's the first and foremost. You have to you have to you have to pitch the 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 parent right because because I think the the sales pitch for the kid is easy. You're going to come here. You're going to start. You're going to play. Gonna, yeah, you're going to play, and you're going to go to the NFL. How much? How and much? Then, oh, and then you're going to come back, and you're going to donate some money for us. You're going to donate <laughs> enough that we're going to put your name on a building. How about <laughs> right. that? You know what? Yesterday we did Big Deal, No Deal, which is my favorite of the game shows that we play. My second favorite is What's the Chance? How about we play that right now? BYU Sports Nation asks, What's the Chance? All right, here's how it works. We throw out a scenario. And then Brian and I, we give our, what's the chance of it actually happening? Number one, Taysom Hill plays at BYU next season. Brian, you go first. What are the chances that Taysom plays at BYU? I'm going to say 50%. Oh, you're going to cop out and go with 50%. I'm going to say 50% chance, man. I I think it's, I think, I myself, I put myself in Taysom's shoes in his head. I try to get inside his head. And I went back and forth in like 20 minutes. So, you know, you did. You just you were able to give both sides of the argument and you were fully invested in both. I was, man. And, and you know what? When, I, when that happens, you got to go to prayer and you got to go to fasting. So and, and I'm not doing that. Wow. For Taysom. OK. So, uh, yeah. 50, so 50, 50 percent. You know what? I actually feel pretty confident Taysom is coming back. Uh, not confident enough to say 100 percent, but I'm going to give the percentage, the chance that Taysom comes back at. 71%. 71? That's kind of random, man. That's a complete miscalculation of what happened. <laughs> so, yeah, 71%. I think... Why not 70? I don't know. 71 just felt right. It just, it just, yeah, it was it just, just in felt, your spirit, It huh? just felt right. That's what I need to do. Number two, BYU basketball wins two road games this week. Now, we already mentioned they're at St. Mary's on Thursday. They will follow that up on Saturday at Pacific. So, Brian, what's the chance BYU gets two road wins this week? Oh, man, this is going to be tough. I'm just going to go blue goggle, man. I'm going to say 100%. I'm going to say 100% chance. Wow. And and I, I think with uh, the, the mix-up and the lineup change with Nate Austin and guys playing much better, Chase Fisher playing much better. I know he's been a little bit inconsistent. I shouldn't say a little bit, but he's been inconsistent. Um, I just think there's been a different spark, and I think guys are finally realizing – you know, th- we, we can play together. We've, we've been together for a while now. Uh, we understand our, our challenges, and we also understand our, our strengths. And so, you know, let's, let's leverage this momentum. Uh, and and uh, we, we've had issues on the road and in neutral settings, uh, but we prove we can overcome that. So, you know, I think, I think uh, yeah, 100%. All right. I, I, I was ripping you for taking the easy way out and going 50-50, but I'm going to go 50-50. And, and the reason I, it all hinges on Thursday's game. I think BYU is going to win at Pacific. Yeah, I agree But it, it all hinges on the St. Mary's game. As 11, we mentioned, 11 and 1, right? Yeah, 11 and 1 right now. They're 2-0 and in the WCC. If they can find a way to win that game, and remember, no Brad Waldo, St. Mary's. Thank goodness. That guy was such a load to deal with. But... 
if they can get that win, then I think it's – but it all hinges on that, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cop out and say 50-50. All right, number three, Kalani Satake's coaching staff is finalized in the next week. Ooh, I'm going to say 0%. Wow. Yep. From 100% in the previous question to 0%, zero? man. One, I just don't want to get my hopes up. <laughs> Two, this is taking forever. Gosh. It's taking forever, man. I'm going the, the – the, well, I can't say exact opposite because I'm not going to say 100% because I never want to guarantee anything, but I'm going to say 99.9%. How many more coaches? Do, we need like five more coaches. Yeah, right? they, they, they need uh, Six more tight ends. Tight ends coach. Uh, okay. They need the uh, secondary coach, okay, special teams three, coordinator, wide receiver, four, running back, five, D-line, six, and both uh, linebacker coaches. Seven, eight. So I, I just feel like they're waiting to get everything together. And we don't, we don't know this. We, we don't have inside information. This is just you know, us, us speculating and guessing. My, my theory is they're waiting to get everybody signed on the dotted line and then announce and then them everything. as a group. Oh, okay. Instead of having them come in sporadically. Like yeah, but, I, but I, think, I think we're getting closer. You know, it's already been over a week since the hiring. We've already got the, the coordinators uh, in, you know, in Eli Satuiaki and Ty Detmer as well as the head coach. So I, I think it's only a matter of time. But I, I'm not willing to go 100%, but pretty close. I will say 999 Our Twitter question today, how concerned are you that Taysom Hill reportedly has an offer to play at Virginia? Don't forget, when you chime in, use the hashtag BYUSN. This tweet uh, coming in from... Well, let's see. H I O V E N N I Sanchez. <laughs> I, I I don't want to screw it up. I don't hey, want to. That's what I'm going to do. I always have difficulty. I, I, just, spe- I don't want to embarrass somebody on air by saying it wrong. So I'll just spell it out. It says for the good of Taysom and BYU, it is best he plays somewhere he can start without controversy. There you go. There you go. That's part of it, man. The controversy. Is there controversy though? It will only. I, I, it will only be controversy. Let's say that, that, that BYU is in the third game. Tanner is starting, or whoever is starting, and it, and they're they're not doing good, right? And then they, there's a quarterback switch. That's when there could be a controversy. We'll get to more of your tweets coming up on the other side. Again, our Twitter question today: How concerned are you that Taysom Hill reportedly has an offer to play at Virginia? We'll get to more of your tweets, and uh, we'll let you know what else is going on in the world of BYU sports. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jason Shepard and Brian Logan live from Studio B. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation live, all you have to do is catch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Women's Hoops is back in action on Thursday afternoon at the Marriott Center. The Cougars host St. Mary's at 3 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Our Twitter question today, how concerned are you that Taysom Hill reportedly has an offer to play at Virginia? And again, this all stemmed from a tweet yesterday from Dick Harmon of the Deseret News, sports columnist for the D News, saying that Bronco Mendenhall has offered a spot to Taysom Hill on the Virginia football team. So that's kind of got uh, Cougar fans. Uh, well, let's just say we, ta- we our first segment's called What's Trending? That has certainly been trending with BYU fans today. And at this point, there's still a lot up in the air, namely Taysom's health. That's right. When you look at, when you look at Taysom, it all comes down to, to health. Uh, do we have John? Is John ready? All right, we're hoping to get John Beck here. 
Uh, if oh, not, I thought John was ready. That's why. That's why I paused. That's why. <laughs> That's why I didn't say that. Today. I was like, uh, all right. You know what? John Beck is joining us here on uh, BYU Sports Nation. John, thank you very much for taking a few minutes. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, guys. Glad to be on. Hey, uh, I don't know if you heard about this. We were talking about our Twitter question. There's now a report that Bronco Mendenhall has offered a spot to Taysom Hill uh, to play at Virginia next year. Um, how concerned are you uh, with with news of that? Uh, not very, because I'm a you know Taysom Hill supporter. I want what's best for him and. Uh, you know, I think with the direction that BYU has gone, where Tanner was able to play in so many games this last year and show so much promise, you know, to me it looks like uh, the future of BYU is probably in Tanner's hands. And knowing Taysom, uh, knowing how competitive he is, and that you know, if he does still want to play, I, I think the offer to go to Virginia would be a great one for him, just because he knows the offense. I'm sure there's been speculation about other schools possibly you know, being landing spots for Taysom. But the thing you know about Virginia is he already knows the offense. He doesn't have to go to another school, learn a whole new offense, and compete for the job. He, he, he can go there and just basically play right away because he, knows, because he knows the offense. He'll know the offense better than anybody else on their, uh, on their team. See, that's what I said, John. And, that's, and I've tried to put myself in, in Taysom's shoes and, and make the decision. Uh, and, and all of those uh, pros is, is why I would go to Virginia. But then I started thinking about my opportunity to play football at the next level and how Ty Detmer is going to run a pro-style offense and how Ty has a lot of different connections uh, with NFL scouts and, and agents. And, and he can, out of anybody, he can get me on a professional level uh, to, 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 to prepare myself uh, for the NFL. Would that be a reason of, of why you would want to stay back at BYU? No, because I, I think for Taysom, uh, you know, it's going to take some time for this staff to get accustomed to each other, to implement that system. For Taysom, his, his biggest thing is just going to show the NFL scouts I can stay healthy. Uh, you know, and that's hard because it's largely been out of his control. You know, I mean, he doesn't even take a hit, and he got injured. It's kind of a fluke thing. So, you know, I think the NFL knows just how athletic he is. Um, regardless if he learns Ty's offense or another offense, once he steps foot in the NFL, he's going to have to learn something completely different. Uh, and you could say that Ty's offense will prepare him a little bit better, but that would only be one fall in that offense. So, you know, that amount of preparation is not going to be huge that it's going to give to him. His biggest thing is going to you know, try to show the NFL I can play a full season worth of games and stay healthy. Well, I think I'm going back to Virginia. <laughs> yeah, Brian's been flip-flopping back and forth. Stay, go, stay, go. So apparently right now he's leaning towards the go. Uh, that, that's his take. Uh, John Beck joining us here on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, since we were talking about uh, Ty Detmer, this is the first time we've had a chance to talk to you since the news became official. Maybe first off, what, what are your overall thoughts about Detmer coming aboard as the offensive coordinator and quarterback's coach? But also, Recruiting-wise, what will it mean to have Ty Detmer walk into a quarterback's home or, or any offensive player and say, hey, I want you to play at BYU? I think it's huge. How many Heisman Trophy winners have gone back to their alma mater and coached? How, how many Heisman Trophy winners have gone back to college football and coached? Uh, so to have somebody like that, to have, uh, you know, I mean, to have somebody that's going to prepare you so well to play at a high level, you just can't ask for, for somebody better. Uh, I think that the... Uh, the quarterbacks at BYU have, right now have to feel like they just won the lottery, uh, and especially Tanner, knowing that he's going to have, you know, two to three more years playing under Ty with all that tutelage, all that time in the film room, all of that insight that Ty is going to be able to pass on. It's going to be huge, and for future recruits, 
uh, that's an important thing for those guys wanting to play the NFL is, hey, how is this going to prepare me? Uh, is my experience going to be one that's going to be good for me to perform well in college? And then is it also going to prepare me well so that if I do perform well in college, I have an opportunity to play in the NFL? And I really just think Ty answers all of those things so well. I think also because of his background of coming from a football family, you know, there's always that question, well, the guy was a good player. Can he be a good coach? Can he be a good teacher? But I think that you look at where Ty came from with his father being a coach, uh, I think that he has a skill of doing that. And that's why later on in his NFL career, he was able to be brought on by coaches because they knew how well of a job he would do at teaching young quarterbacks. So, I mean, to have somebody with Ty's pedigree, with his experience, and I think his ability to coach, it's just it's huge. John, great stuff as always. Uh, appreciate the time and the insight, uh, and enjoy. Happy New Year. Enjoy, enjoy Thanks, the rest guys. of the holidays. Thanks. You as well. Thanks. There we go. John Beck joining us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Stuff, with, our Twitter question today, how concerned are you that Taysom Hill reportedly has an offer to play at Virginia? Don't forget, BYUSN, when you chime in, coming up, we'll wrap up a Wednesday edition of BYU Sports Nation. That's coming up next. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. We're giving our Rise and Shout to Handsome Tanielu for choosing BYU and for waking up early. Because you got to remember, he's in Hawaii right now. So they're three hours behind us. Three or four. I'm never, I'm never quite sure on that. But for waking up early to join us, even though due to some technical issues, we weren't able to talk to him today. So... Uh, he will be, by the way, in Provo coming up next week. We're going to try and get him on BYU Sports Nation coming up next week.